When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 219, Saying No to Everything Else and The Mirror, It's About You, Not Them, by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. What's going on, Life Optimizers? You're listening to Optimal Living Daily. I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator, free of charge, of course. And today's an edition of Siver Sunday. It's been a while since I've read a post from him, and today features two of his episodes. Before we get into it, if you want to help support the show, I put up a page at oldpodcast.com. There's a link that says how to help, and that has a bunch of ways you can help keep the show going. I'd appreciate it if you could do any of the things listed there. Again, you can simply visit oldpodcast.com and there's a how to help link there. And I'll leave it at that. Let's get this going and start optimizing your life. Saying No to Everything Else by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. Stephen Pressfield had called himself an author for years, but he never actually finished a book. He just went through life feeling smug, feeling better than those regular schmucks because he thought of himself as an author but the psychological pain of not producing kept building until he couldn't stand it anymore. He decided to finally beat that devil he calls the resistance. He created a situation with no escape, rented a cabin with only a typewriter, and shut off all other options. Quote, I had a book in mind and I had decided I would finish it or kill myself. I could not run away again or let people down again or let myself down again. This was it, do or die. Quote, I didn't talk to anybody during that year. I didn't hang out. I had no TV, no radio, no music, no sex, no sports. I didn't read the newspaper. I just worked, Unquote. After an incredibly difficult year of wrestling with those inner demons and avoiding all temptations, he did it. He finished his first book. It wasn't a success, but it didn't matter. He had finally beat the resistance. He went on to write many successful novels. He told this story in the great book, Turning Pro, the third in his series of little books about the creative struggle, including The War of Art and Do the Work. Read all three. When I read it in 2012, my own psychological pain of not producing had built up to an unbearable level. I had loudly announced Muckwork, my brilliant new business idea, in 2008, but never finished making it. I had loudly announced Song Test, a free open song contest idea, in 2009, but never finished making it. I started many times, but each time decided to chase some other distraction that didn't put my ass on the line instead. There are always more emails to answer, always more things to learn, and always more people with enticing requests for me to help them achieve their dreams. Each one swearing it'll be just an hour of my time, tops. To make it worse, I was living in distracting Singapore, surrounded by so many interesting people. And with a short flight, I could be in 16 countries for under $200. So I decided to do my version of the Stephen Pressfield Cabin. I moved to New Zealand. I shut off all other options. Time to finish what I started. Except for better or for worse, I still answer my email. 
I still get 100 requests a week, but now it's easier to say no to all of them since I'm not local. It's not the nicest mantra saying no, no, no all day, but it is a reminder of why I'm here. I'm posting this now because a few people have asked why I say no to all requests, so I hope this helps explain. But also, this makes it a follow-up to my popular hell yeah or no post. There's another level beyond that. It's saying yes to one thing and no to absolutely everything else. The Mirror, It's About You, Not Them by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. If you see a gorgeous painting that fascinates you, does it matter if you find out the artist hasn't paid her taxes? Would you stop enjoying the painting? If someone shows you a great way to memorize names, does it matter if you find out that person is an alcoholic? Would you no longer trust their memorization techniques? From 1967 to 1976, James Brown made the best funk music ever heard. You owe it to yourself to get in the jungle groove if you haven't. He was my biggest musical influence. I'm such a huge fan, I named my band after him. But when working at Warner Chapel Music in the early 90s, they told me he was coming to the office, I went home early to avoid meeting him. I didn't want the complete flawed man to taint that flawless music that changed my life. When I bought the book, Getting Things Done, it had the author's picture on it, so I ripped the cover off. I don't care who David Allen is. This book is about me getting things done, not him and his stupid face. Maybe both seem silly, but it was important to me to always remember that what matters is what I get out of their work, not the person that made it. After I interviewed Tim Ferriss, some people said, but he comes across too cocky. After I interviewed Amber Rubarth, some people said, but she's only successful because she's so pretty. After I interviewed Tom Williams, some people said, but there's some controversy about his new company. I hear that as, now that I've proven they're not perfect, I don't have to apply any of the lessons from their story. But that's missing the point that those articles are really about you, not them. You would benefit from micro-testing the effectiveness of your actions or interning to understand your gatekeeper or persisting every day for a year and a half, no matter who was sharing those lessons. All that really matters is what you do with the ideas there. Apply them to your own life in your own way. It was never about them. It's about you. You just listened to the posts titled Saying No to Everything Else and The Mirror. It's about you, not them by Derek Sivers of Sivers.org. I love those short posts from Derek. That's all it takes to get some wisdom. And like I mentioned earlier, you can find out how to support the show by visiting oldpodcast.com. There's a how to help page that I made and any of those things listed are a huge help. And that's 219 episodes down, hard to believe. I'll be back tomorrow with our usual Minimalist Monday episode. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.